Hello, and welcome to the Writing Guys podcast, where we help writers get inside a guy's head by answering burning questions on how men think. Uh, I'm Lansing McCall, today's moderator, and our hosts are Michael Aspen and C.T. Andrews. Hello. Hey, everybody. <laughs> All right. Uh, let's see. Today's listener question. This is a two-parter. Yes. <laughs> All right. <laughs> okay. So from a, from a male perspective, um, who do you think the most attractive slash beautiful women in, in popular culture today? Excuse me, let me re-say that. Who do you think are the most attractive or beautiful women in popular culture today and why? That's part one. And then we're going to come and tackle the opposite question about who are the most attractive men. The most attractive so men from male perspective. What? The most attractive men from the male perspective. From the male perspective, yeah. Right. Okay. Everything, everything is from the male perspective. Yeah, you're right. You're right. Duh, we've been doing this for pretty some odd episodes now. Um, All right, so let's start with women. Let's start with women. Okay. Are we going, um, going first? I guess I'll go first. Yeah, that's a great question. There's so many of them, aren't there? Um, especially in Hollywood and the beauty industry where you get all these supermodels, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. It seems like uh, beauty is what they look for. Um, and so you, I, you're kind of picking from the cream of the crop, <laughs> really. Even though in many cases, um, I'm a little befuddled at why these particular women are such, you know, sex icons of the day. Um, but for me, you know, I feel like we've done this question before, but for me, I would say that I always go back to Natalie Portman. Natalie Portman to me is just this fresh faced, doughy eyed kind of the shape of her face is really pretty and it's smallish, which I kind of look for. But the funny thing about Natalie Portman is nothing about her on paper would seem like she's this just sex icon. I mean, she doesn't have particularly striking eyes. None of her features, except maybe her lips, are particularly striking features. There's just something about the package and the way it's put together with her. Very, very girl next door, just supremely cute um, uh, girl. I'm going to start with Natalie Portman. Okay, Mike. Uh, I want to I want to point out <clears throat> that everybody has their own tastes because <laughs> when you said Natalie Portman, I was like, oh, <laughs> like she really. Just, like the zero for me, like nothing. Every time I've seen her in a movie, I'm like, oh, <laughs> so. Oh, just, really? Okay. I know. It's just so funny. I mean, I know who she is. She's obviously a very attractive person to most people or to a lot of people. She's, one, I guess, an A-lister even. And uh, a lot of people consider her sexy. But for me, mm, just uh, mm, does not do anything for me. Um, so my my A number one uh, actually has changed over the years it used to be oh now i'm not going to be able to remember her name i'm trying to i was trying to do some googling to get all these ones 
pulled up. So I had their names right in front of me and I, I didn't get there fast enough. Um, she was in from dusk till dawn. Oh, Selma Hayek. Selma Hayek. Selma Hayek was my, oh my God. Like, wow. Just every, every time I saw her in a movie, I'm like, oh yeah, there we go. Um, but now that has changed is now, uh, Anna de Armas. And, um, the, the, the reality is, is that every time I see her, um, she, so whenever I chose Selma Hayek, it was mostly about her, her figure and her face and, uh, what personality she's portrayed in movies. The reality is, is that unfortunately with celebrities, that's kind of the only personality you really get to see is a portrayal of what they are in movies or what they are in the circuit. You unlike the talk show circuit and stuff like that, you don't typically get to see them as much, um, Per, like personally um and then and then um i saw a movie called um knives out where anna de armas played a pivotal role it wasn't even like a sexy role she was playing a nurse and uh just i just like fell in love with her character in that movie not like love like oh my god i'm writing you letters but like wow she just did such a great job and the character just seems so powerful and then I started learning more about her and I started seeing more of her movies. And I was like, wow, you're just really amazing. And um, probably, probably one of my favorite movies she was in was um, Blade Runner 2030 or whatever it was that new one. That new yeah, 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 that one. My favorite uh, movies of the year. Yeah. Oh, that was so good. And it, well, it, yeah, I love that movie, it, man. That's the, high constant uh, sci-fi right there, but yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The art direction and the sets and the um, the cinematography. Story, everything. Story was good. Yeah, I really loved it. Anyway, anyway, back to the point. And so, the Armist. She, yeah, and I didn't the know she was um, until you said Blade Runner. And I was like, oh, yes, yes, yes. Yeah, that's yeah. A good so when I, so basically because, because we're talking about celebrities, what you really have is a, is a false relationship because um, first of all, you you don't get to actually get to know them. You get to know the facade that is portrayed by them, wherever that is. And then the second part of that is, is that it is almost all a physical appearance, right? Or very little of it. And so I find her very physically attractive too. Um, just especially her face. Uh, oh my God. She just is so damn adorable. Okay, so She's would you guys... Cute, yeah. Sorry. Uh, would you guys say you have an archetype? that you like that you that catches your eye i mean you ct you mentioned the um all-american girl and michael two latina actresses are who you brought up so yeah. um no no not necessarily because when we get into some of our second and third choices you're going to see quite a bit of diversity that was just my number one top one in those okay two. okay yeah I, I don't think there's an archetype when it comes to women in popular media or popular culture today, because popular culture kind of covers that archetype. They're looking for beauty. And that's kind of the archetype, whether you're, doesn't matter if you're ethnic, ethnic or, or non-ethnic or whatever, the most beautiful women, it seems to me, kind of get selected for these roles, like the Anna Diarmuses and, you know, things like that. Now, see, here's, here's, just to illustrate Michael's first point about how everything is kind of subjective uh, outside of from dusk till dawn, I've never been on the Selma Hayek corner. I've never, I've never thought she was all that great looking. Now 
outside of From Dust Till Dawn. But From Dust Till Dawn highlighted her moves <laughs> and her body and her curves and her energy. And, and that I found extremely sexy. But you get you get uh, Selma Hayek in a speaking role. I, she's the one that never did anything for me. And I know everyone else feels differently. Oh, it's all about Selma Hayek, Selma Hayek. Nah, never did it for me. Um, so yeah, there's a lot of difference when you're talking about the male perspective, apparently. We're not all hive-minded, which seems to be the consensus. Yeah. Um, but as far as archetypes, no, beauty's the archetype. Um, um, you know, for instance, well, I don't know if that's really a very good, a very good uh, example. Um, well, what's your number two? Oh, oh, okay, okay. Speaking of archetypes, Halle Berry. Uh, obviously ethnic, obviously dark-skinned, fantastically beautiful woman. I mean, especially when, you know, when I first saw her in Boomerang, if anybody's familiar with Boomerang, uh, 1992 movie with Eddie Murphy, a really, a really uh, pretentious movie. I didn't like the movie, but she was great looking in it. Oh, what, 22 or 23 years of her? Wow, just gorgeous. Uh, yeah, she, she's, I think that's why she is where she is. What I like to see when you have that kind of beauty, it's easy to go, oh, well, she just got there because she's beautiful, despite her talent. And most of the time, these are talented actresses, which uh, only sort of heightens my sense of attraction to them. Mm -hmm. um, but if I had to pick a number two, uh, it would probably be, if anyone's familiar with, um, oh God, what's her name? Uh, I just had it. I just, just now had it. It's on IMDb. Camilla Bell. If you're familiar with Camilla Bell. Oh, wait, wait, wait. Is she a singer? No, she's an actress. She's not a singer that I'm aware of. Um, but she played the blue-eyed beauty in 10,000 BC, which she's not blue-eyed. She's dark. She's kind of hazily golden-eyed. Oh, yeah. She's Very good-looking girl. I mean, just a stunner. But again, not on paper. There's nothing about her on paper that's really that beautiful. But, man, you see her on film, and she's good-looking. And here's the thing about Camilla Bell. You know who she reminds me of? Probably one of the greatest original Hollywood beauties ever, and that is... Breakfast at Tiffany's. You know who I'm talking about. Audrey Hepburn. Audrey no. Hepburn. Is it Audrey Hepburn? She reminds me of like today's Audrey Hepburn. I mean, almost to a T. And she was born almost nine months to the day after Audrey Hepburn died. So okay. oh. if there's any plot twist. What's that? Plot twist. Yeah, yeah. Plot <laughs> twist. If there's any implication in life after death, what is it, reincarnation? It's Camilla Bell. <laughs> nice. Michael? So um, I've got a couple. I'm just going to rattle off. Unfortunately, I'm accumulating quite a list here. I'm gonna, I've am gonna. i got a couple I'm going to rattle through, just three in a row here, that are strictly physical. Um, and unfortunately, one of them is going to show my age a little bit. So Vicki Lewis was a redhead from a television show called um, News Radio. She just did it for me. Um, Lauren Graham. I watched Gilmore Girls because of Lauren Graham. Oh. And, and yeah. uh, 
I, Jen, my my wife asked me she said she said why do you why are you watching gilmore girls i'm like because of lauren graham and she goes well do you like the show do you like the fast pace and i'm like no i like watching lauren graham <laughs> <laughs> it's funny just as a side note that your wife said the fast pace the fast yeah. pace was why i could not watch gilmore girls because Gilmore Girls was 45 minutes of just straight yammering. Very quickly. Yeah. Like, ah, you drive me crazy. I got but, I got used to it. After a few episodes, I got used to it and could keep up. Uh, and I was okay with it then. But it was a little difficult at first to, to track. I was like, oh, oh. No, slow down. What the heck? I, I want to say as the only woman on this podcast, I never watched that show. <laughs> <laughs> it's actually... Oddly enough, once I got into it, it was actually a really good show. But the, the whole reason I started, Lauren Graham. Yeah, uh, the, and then, the daughter in that movie, uh, that show, the daughter. Yeah. What's her uh, I, I thought she was sexy, man. Oh, like, see, see, no, she's like her, her forehead was way too tall and I didn't like her attitude. And <laughs> oh, I did not well, like I her like, at all. I like women with tall foreheads and bad attitudes, okay? Well, <laughs> Alexis, uh, I looked up Vicky Lewis. Alexis Liddell. Yeah, Vicky Lewis. Up, I looked up Vicky Lewis, and I remember her, and I think I know why you liked her. And it wasn't necessarily because of how she looked, but she was sassy. She was sassy. I do she like. She was sassy. sassy. But I do. I also do like redheads. I've got a. I've got a couple of redheads on my list, um, and. <laughs> I've heard some podcasts with Vicki Lewis and she seems like a decent person, like a nice person. Um, but she was a crush of mine back in the nineties or two thousands. I think it was the nineties when news radio was on and I really enjoyed news radio and I loved the whole show, but there wasn't a scene. I like, there's not a scene that she was on that I don't remember. Cause yeah. She, yeah. Anyway. So the last I one like that's this. strictly kind of a physical thing um, is Anna Kendrick, which is oddly enough. Um, and Kendrick, along with Natalie Portman, even though I think Natalie Portman is prettier, is definitely the girl next door kind of mold. She the all yeah. American girl next door kind of mold. I like for sure. I like um, her face is a very clean, chiseled kind of face, and I I like that look. Um, I feel like my I feel like my wife has that look. Uh, not not she doesn't look like Anna Kendrick, but. A similar in that the like the thin chiseled type of face i was i always found that attractive but anyway so i'm gonna i'm just gonna leave it with those three and then hand it back off to ct because i've got some more women that uh have a little we bit gotta deeper. get to men too so yeah, i know that's why i was saying I, that's why i wanted to rattle these three off real quick and i wanted to cover a couple more women that i have deeper answers to but i didn't want to let ct uh i didn't want to i didn't want to steal CT. all right all right fair enough uh you you mentioned redheads mm. Um, anybody wants to argue this point, I will entertain the debate. Greatest looking redhead to ever grace the silver screen, God rest her soul, she's gone too soon, was Tanya Roberts, man. Oh, goodness gracious. Beastmaster? I got, I got um, wow, that I girl. Tanya Roberts. She was a Bond girl. Oh, my land's a gracious bright fiery red hair really green blue eyes oh you gotta see her in beastmaster man when she comes out of the water whoo lord um i guess i guess i'm gonna let michael uh be the critic 
but if 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 he's going to be the critic, then let's let me be the critic as well. Uh, girls that don't do it for me, they seem to do it for everybody else. Um, first and foremost, oh, what's her Natalie name? Natalie Portman. Oh, I'm sorry. <laughs> Michael, uh, uh, um, um, Black Widow. Oh, Scarlet, Scarlet Johansson. Oh yeah. Uh, yeah. I the the whole world is just bent on how beautiful she is, and I don't see it. I just don't see it. Great body, great curves. I mean, she's got a wonderful, you know, all the bits are there, but the face, man, I just can't. I don't see it with her. Um. Others that might fall into that same category would be. He falls into that. So we, one of the things we talked about so many times in previous episodes is personality goes a long way to changing the the appearance of a person. So everything I'm talking about, I'm just speaking from me here, uh, is strictly physical and what little bit I get to see of her personality in movies and on talk shows and stuff like that. But to to your point on Scarlett Johansson, she is one of those where if she turned out to be an amazing person, she would be she would skyrocket her beauty. And if she turned out to be a, a not so nice person or a real jerk, then she could drop very easily. She doesn't have a physical beauty that keeps enrapturing me. So I'm with you on her. I, I mean, she's yeah, pretty, I, but I think you've got a good point there. But like you said, we're really only able to judge if you want to call that. Uh, on the characters they play and the way they're made to look. Yeah. I mean, um, I don't have any problem with the characters she plays. Oh, Maggie Gyllenhaal. (laughs) (laughs) Don't see it, man. I don't see that. Um, You and uh, I both, brother. You and I both. I don't see that one either. Yeah. Like if, like if I saw her in a bar, I'd give her a five at best you know i'm just not attracted to maggie gyllenhaal plus i don't like her attitude but again i don't want to be you know what about uh charlie's theron average man average really like 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 beautifully average but just kind of average you know um i used to compare charlie's theron back in the day to the the youngest judd girl judd like the Judds. Yeah, Ashley that? Judd. Ashley Judd. I thought Ashley Judd was far better looking. Mm-hmm. Um, kind of a nut job, but uh, again, that's irrelevant. Um, but yeah, so I don't know. Michael, you said you had more to say. Oh, I do I do have a couple more. So All right. um, I do tend to like redheads and brunettes. You'll find very few blondes on my list. Um, mm-hmm. So physical attractiveness almost always is going to be redheads and brunettes they're like vying for that top spot and then blonde is like way down right above anyway yeah um and oddly enough i married a blonde so i I don't know anyway um mila kunis um both for personality and for just physical attractiveness when i first saw her was on that 70s show and i did not find her terribly attractive because the person she played on that show was not a nice person um a very selfish self-absorbed person uh well yeah but i mean the show lasted like eight years so you got to see her develop over time like when first season one i'm like yeah you're a kid but by season eight she was you know 20 something so anyway back to the point um but as i've gotten to know her and i've gotten to see her in interviews and i've gotten to hear her talking to the press I'm like, I, I, I like you. I, you're a strong woman with strong opinions that 
uh, I agree with a lot of them and I just enjoy you as a person. Um, it's and really as she's too. gotten older, I find she's gotten more attractive. Yeah, no, I agree. I agree with that. I mean, she's, she's a, uh, beauty queen that I don't think is a beauty queen, but man, she's just such a likable, lovable yeah. girl. And yeah. so, yeah, I'm with you on that. And then, um, uh, in that same vein as Aubrey Plaza, they both uh, they both flip a lot of those same triggers for me. Although Aubrey Plaza is just one of those, she's just quirky, and I just am enraptured by her quirkiness. So. Drives me insane. Well, you don't like Aubrey Plaza? No. <laughs> she she would go on my husband's list. Really? Really? Yeah. Um. We have to get to the guys or we're going to run out of the time. Yep, I've got, so I've got one more female to cover and then I'm done. So CT, do you have any more women you want to cover before we move on? Oh, there's dozens, but go <laughs> ahead. Okay. So my last one, my last one um, is Christina Hendricks. Uh, she played in the television show, Mad Men. She was one of the secretaries. Oh, uh, Christina Hendricks. I know her from Firefly. Yeah, she was in fire. She did a great job. Exactly. Firefly. Yeah, she yeah. was Joe Savage. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, um, wow. Anyways, yeah, that's a good call. Um, another redhead. Another redhead. And I like her because of the attitude she brings in the roles I've seen her in. But I also like her because I like, I just like looking at her. And then another yeah. part of it is, is that um, when I have seen her act, she does an amazingly good job, right? Yeah. I just respect her sure. as an actress or an actor. Yeah, if, 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 uh, if teeth can be sexy. She's got mm. sexy. You yep. know, I would say the same of Camilla Bell, actually, also. A little imperfect. They're not perfect. Right. They're just kind of a sexy sort of fitting. Yeah. Like an exclamation, like the boom, the exclamation point. Or as we discussed earlier, the bang. But that was, that was <laughs> off. That was, was pre-show. Let's not talk yeah. about that. Okay. So guys, let's, Guys, from a male's perspective, who do you think are the most attractive men in popular culture today? Oh, okay. Well, uh, for me, I, I, this, I do have to lean on what I understand to be stereotypically masculine. And I am able, I think most men are, uh, are able to identify the stereotypically masculine males that uh, the world is attracted to. Uh, it's got nothing to do with, you know, sexual attraction or anything like that, but I can look at them and go, damn, that dude's hot. You know, that's a good looking guy. For me, the ultimate end all be all male would be Tom Selleck, especially oh. in, his, in his younger days. I mean, when, when you can be that chiseled and that, you know, he's got the right amount of like body hair. I hate to say that, but he's got the right amount of body hair and he's got the, the, the eyes that are sort of hawkish, but they twinkle when you can make, when you can make that cheesy ass mustache of his look good, like he does, which most men can't do. You got something going for you. So I'm going to go with Tom Selleck is, is like the number one. So let's go a little old school. Alec Baldwin back in the day was probably for in my for my money the epitome of one of the most attractive men i'd ever seen i'm talking in like the 90s 80s 90s um the hunt for red october alec baldwin right yeah, um yeah. he has aged relatively well but he definitely 
you know, there are other guys that you see in their fifties and sixties that you're like, Jesus, you still look like you're 30. How the hell do you do that? And Alec Baldwin does not. <laughs> no, but um, Alec Baldwin's an interesting case for me because I would tend to agree with you. I, I think he is a good looking guy, prototypically dark haired, icy blue eyes, you know, good face, but the Alec Baldwin that I had known for the first probably 10 years of his career was suddenly gone. And I looked and said, that's Alec Baldwin? Like one day and was like, he looks totally different. So I think the older he got, the rounder he got, the rounder his face became, the softer his features became. And the I'm like, he looks like a totally different guy. Yeah. So yeah, he, he completely changed. Yeah, it's kind of strange. Yeah. It's funny that you mentioned um... – uh, Tom Selleck. Um, <laughs> immediately, the theme song from Magnum PI started running in my head. That dum 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 dum. Anyway, um, but I, I'm just seeing images from that intro and from that show and that that era of Tom Selleck. He was, yeah, I I definitely agree. He had he had a charm and a a, a, a twinkle. You said that about his eyes. There's a twinkle about him. Yeah, he's just a kind of a you know that's a good looking guy. Yeah. Um, all right, who else? If, if there was a Tom Selleck today, it would probably be like a Hugh Jackman, who I think is pretty darn look, good-looking dude. Um, but, you know, the crop of good-looking fellas I, I, is pretty deep, I think. Um, uh, you know, uh, what's his name? Guy that played Man of Steel. Uh, mm. Henry Cavill. Henry Cavill. Yeah. You know who I'm talking about. Your tongue came out of your mouth. Um, <laughs> um, I think Henry Cavill, good looking cat. Um, you know, if, if, if he was taller, especially in his younger years, Tom Cruise, man, he had those kind of fierce looking eyebrows and he just kind of this cut sort of chisely sort of face. You talk about someone who has held up well. Yeah, Tom yeah, Cruise. yeah, yeah, I think so. But, I mean, I'm I'm a huge fan of Tom Cruise. Always have been. He's my number one favorite actor, probably of all time. Um, and he's a good looking cat, you know, especially in his younger years uh, and even now. So, based so based solely off of physical, which is where we started for where I should say where I started with um, Alec Baldwin. There's an actor named Jay Harrington that. I don't know. He was in a television show called Better Off Ted, and uh, which is a great show. It's on Hulu right now if you have it. Freaking, it was only two seasons, but man, every show, every episode was so funny. Anyway, um, but Jay Harrington, for whatever reason, uh, I was just like, that is an impossibly good looking guy. I, I don't know why that is the case. I just, just on a physical, just purely physical. I don't know if he's a good guy. I don't know if he's a nice guy. I don't, I don't know anything else about him other than seeing him in that show and being like, Jesus Christ. I don't think they could have found, he's like a male model, right? And to me, anyway, that's, that was my impression of him. Then I've got, again, a small smattering of guys that are based on personality and also physical appearance, but I can get to those in a second. I want to let CT have a number two. Yeah, I mean, you could say the same thing about so many actors. You know, I, uh, there's, there's there's a crop of good-looking guys. I think I just looked up Jay Harrington. I don't particularly find him. I don't find him particularly, you know, great-looking. But there's nothing bad-looking about him, you know. Right. Um, but you've got 
you know, you, then you've got actors who are just there for the sex appeal, like Dwayne Johnson, um, you know, guys, guys like that. At one point, Arnold Schwarzenegger, who was never the greatest looking guy, but I mean, come on. There's another, <laughs> you know, I mean, he's, he's got these, this, this physique that's just killer. Um, you know, I'm a huge, okay, so let me, let me go into my critic mode or my cynic mode. Yeah, uh, I'm a huge fan of, speaking of Blade Runner 2049, I'm a huge fan of Ryan Gosling, mm. but I don't see the attraction. I don't see it. I, now, when I first knew who he was, I was like, what? That's a, that's a, that's women like that. And then I saw him act and I was like, okay, he brings more to the table than he presents when you see him actually in action. So there is an appeal to him, but I mean, physically, this guy's as average as you get. And as far as I'm concerned, I would say the same of like uh, Andy Garcia, Uh, Andy Garcia to me, I'm like soft featured, sort of doughy faced, kind of just not that, you know, not that great looking, but then you see him perform and it's like, there is there is an appeal there um but when it comes to really classic traditional good-looking men robert mitchums the Cary grants it's hard to find those today i don't really see those that kind of iconic you just all the guys you just listed off i'm like i don't think they were good looking either i was like nope 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 (laughs) No, but they defined what a man was for that generation. Yeah, for that know? era. But I mean, that we're talking about like modern um, uh, popular culture, and those guys had their heyday in the fifties and sixties. And yeah, yeah, yeah. What What did you want to say, Lancey? You put your finger up. I'm calling Timothy you on you, Timothy Oliphant. Mm, again, yeah. yeah, yeah. I tell you, I don't I like. That. But go ahead. You're talking about Ryan Gosling. I've recently become a Ryan Gosling fan as far as acting skills because I saw him in The Good Guys, where he did a pretty clever comedy role, which was that just was great. Yeah, it was so good. And then of course I saw him in uh, Blade Runner, and uh, which was a, a very different movie, a very different role, and he nailed both of them. Yeah. Um, but you're talking about guys that are women just are like swoon over. And I don't I mean, I think they're good looking guys, but I don't understand the attraction it would be like George Clooney and Brad Pitt. Two prime examples. <laughs> well, I was going to say the exact same thing, man. I don't. I mean, I get I get it. They're they're attractive guys, but for whatever reason, they don't they would. I mean, if I were gay, I wouldn't actually I'll, I'll, I'll jump into that. If I were gay, there's only there's only one guy that I would turn gay for. And that's Sam Elliott. And that's because that guy's voice just transcends all gender boundaries, right? As long as he yeah. just kept talking, I'd be like, yeah, you can do whatever you want. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> Sam um, Elliott is awesome. He's, yeah. I, I, I definitely physically see why he's found attractive. But man, his personality, dude, that, okay, you want to talk about a man's man? Yeah. Sam Elliott. Yeah. I mean, that guy's awesome. Yeah, yeah he's I mean, great. I, I don't ever have like homosexual fantasies or anything, but I swear to God, I'd, I'd let him be my man's man right there. I swear to God. And then, you know what? I'm scared to death to ever like meet him. Like if I ever became like a famous author, like, you know, Sam Elliott's going to be at that party. Oh, I, I can't go. <laughs> yeah. Okay guys, we're, we're approaching time. So do you have some wrap up 
Where did I, you well, I've it? got, I've still got a, my smattering to run through. So these are going to be just a couple of quick one hitters. Um, Chris Hemsworth, John Hamm, Ryan Reynolds, and Chris Pratt because of their personalities and because they're also really good looking guys. Um, I, when I, every time I see Ryan Reynolds Twitter, every time I see him interacting with the press, every time I see him interacting with fans, I'm like, dude, you seem like a really great guy. Hopefully that is always the case. Um, and fortunately we found uh, out that there's a lot of real jerks in the, um, in the entertainment industry uh, from the me too movement. Right. And so there's, there's some that you thought were decent people like Bill Cosby was a hero of mine growing up and now come to find out he is not what we thought he was um, or at least what I thought he was. And that was a very big disappointment for me. But anyway, um, and John Hamm, the reason I mentioned John Hamm is because I love how he does these shows where he allows the show to make fun of his celebrity and his uh, attractiveness, right? He's, He's not so good looking, well, he is a very good looking man, but more importantly, he's not so self-absorbed that he's not willing to let people poke fun at him. And, and I really appreciate that about him. Um, and I've seen him in a lot of different roles where he does that. And I'm like, man, that's just great that you're out there doing that. And then Chris Hemsworth, um, when I've seen him interacting with, uh, same thing with the guy you mentioned earlier, the guy who played Wolverine, God, I can't, uh, huge actor. Yeah. yeah, just seems like a really stand up guy. Um, Hugh Jackman would be on that list other than you had already mentioned him. Um, and then Chris Pratt, just because the son of a bitch, <laughs> he's just a goofball and he's funny. Right. I mean, yeah. just as a person, he's just an enjoyable person. So anyway, yeah. that's my quick boom, 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 boom. Um, I, I would say, you know, Chris Pratt, uh, I, for the, for the woman who likes the really kind of jocular goofy type, he's perfect. He's perfect. Yeah. Uh, Ryan Reynolds, I like him too. Uh, and aside from the way he's able to keep his body because he's he can chisel himself out and look really good, I don't see I don't see it with Ryan Reynolds. Um, physically speaking, I don't think he's got that great looking a face. I don't think he's you know uh, all that really you know good look. He's average. He's not bad looking, but there's nothing about him that screams sex pot. Um, uh, and the other oh, Chris Hemsworth goes without saying. <laughs> i mean that dude i mean yeah he, he got the genetic lottery yeah he did. uh john ham tall dark handsome whatever um on my cynical side i have to talk about johnny depp for just a second <laughs> there is no more confusing collision of of greasy trend mongering dirt monkey look to me then, 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 uh, Johnny <laughs> Dirt Monkey. Get it. I don't get it. Even <laughs> it's, yeah. it, it, I, can't, I can't look at him. I can't listen to him talk. I knew a girl who felt the same way about Kevin Bacon. She was like, oh, uh, uh, Kevin Bacon. Yeah, okay, I can see that. But Johnny Depp, man, I'm sorry if I'm offending anybody who's just on the Johnny Depp. The Johnny Depp sex train, but but I don't see it with Johnny Depp. That's I, I don't either, but I did really enjoy him in some movies I'd seen him in. I really enjoyed his acting in those movies. So I do appreciate him that way. But yeah, as far as like when I, when, like during the Amber Heard trial, you got to see him dressed as he would dress for court instead of being dressed for the runway or whatever. And I was just like, dude, it still didn't look like you need a shower. Yeah. 
Yeah, he looks like he needs a shower. And I'm, I'm with you. I, there is no bigger, there is no bigger fan of the uh, Pirates of the Caribbean franchise oh, yeah, than me. Yeah. I love Pirates of the Caribbean. I love Jack Sparrow. I love mm. watching him do his thing. But man, <laughs> okay, whatever. All right. So that's, that was all on my list. Yeah. You, you yeah. Don't I mean, see- we, could, we could probably talk on this for a long time, both females and males. But uh, yeah, I'd say that's a good, it's a good point, a good stopping point. All right. Well, then we're going to wrap it up. So, uh, well, well, I was going to say that we can go into the to the wrap up comments, which I wanted to say, which is um, my wife finds very attractive. She says she likes tall guys that have dark hair. And yet her uh, the guy that she finds sexiest is um, Matthew McConaughey, who is a blonde guy with that southern accent. And uh, so I think um, I was going to throw him out there just because my wife is such a big fan of Matthew McConaughey. Um, that I do think he's a pretty cool dude, but he's staying the hell away from my wife because he is on her to-do list, just like uh, Anna DeArmas is on mine. So again, if we become Hollywood saddle, uh, socialites, there are certain parties yeah. I can't go to. Anna DeArmas is there, can't go. Uh, if uh, Sam Elliott is there, definitely can't go. And <laughs> Matthew McConaughey is there, we can't go. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I like Matthew, man. I like him. Uh, yeah. He, 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 he has aged very well in a spiritual sense, but when you look at him physically in 1994, oh, to where now. he is now, yeah. uh, <laughs> he was a much better looking dude yeah. back in his younger heyday, uh, I think. He was, I, he love was to, I love to conflate um, Matthew McConaughey and Owen Wilson to, to annoy my wife. I'll sit there and go, isn't the guy you like Owen Wilson? <laughs> no! No, it's Matthew McConaughey. Oh, yeah, that's right. Yeah, that's an insult. That's a good insult. <laughs> oh, but anyway. All right, so that's all, all right. right. That okay. was my wrap-up thoughts. We're going to wrap it up then. So this concludes this episode of Writing Guys. If you have a question that you would like us to answer uh, on how men think, visit writingguys.net and click the button to ask us a question. Uh, and be sure to uh, like, follow, or subscribe to the Writing Guys podcast wherever it is that you listen to podcasts. Yep. And we will see you next time. Goodbye. Bye. Bye, y'all.